the more you start to grow with the Lord and grow in the Lord and get closer to the Lord, the more people are going to come that are haters, slanderers, these snakes and serpents. They're going to try to come against you. They definitely don't have any power, but they're going to come to derail you, to try to destroy you, to try to distract you, right? And they're going to also try to discredit you. That's where the spirit of conspiracy is. And that's why it's so important to know who we are in Christ. And as we talk about it today, I'm just going to talk from one excerpt in John 1 about John the Baptist. But y'all, let's be honest. The more you get closer to the cross, the smaller your circle gets and the more people start to really come against you. It kind of feels like this life of living a life for Christ gets lonely. I mean, it's already lonely being someone that follows Jesus, right? And it's definitely lonely being in the world. But when the world doesn't really uh, connect or comprehend or agree with your worldviews when it comes to Jesus, right, or your views on Jesus, it starts to become one of those where you do feel lonely. And the Bible tells us that the Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. And I've spoke to so many people that they just felt lonely. They feel like nobody's there. And that is an attack from the enemy. That is a strategy from the pits of hell. Like, let's be honest. The enemy comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus has come so that we may have life and live that life more abundantly. So I want to just encourage y'all that, yes, these things will come. Jesus even says, you know, the world, they're going to hate you. Why? Because they hated him first. And we're going to have tribulation when we step into this world. And when we're living a life for Christ, we will have tribulation. But take heart, Jesus says, because he has already overcome that tribulation. And it's because we got the Holy Spirit. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. So the promise of the Spirit of God to be within us, he who is within me, right, is greater than he who is within this world. That's the promise from God. That's the promise that the Lord has given us as his children, as his kids. So I'm excited to be able to share this. I really want to really dive deep on this concept that John the Baptist, he knew who he was in Christ. So be, to be able to combat any of those attacks, we got to know who we are in Christ. We got to know who we are, whose we are, and we got to be planted with God. And I'm going to really open this up because it's such a fresh revelation. And I had a friend share this with me, an even deeper revelation. And we're going to kind of get into that. I'm in John 1, 19. And as we talk about it today, I really want to just open up and encourage y'all that these people will come. Look at Jesus, okay? He he preached the thousands. He fed the hundreds. He sent out the 72. He chose the 12 disciples, but only three he was really vulnerable to. Who were the three? James, Peter, John. Okay, James, Peter, John. Those are the three he became vulnerable to. Those are the three that saw him at uh, the transfiguration on the mount. Those are the three that were able to be in the room with him when he did the miracle to raise Jairus' daughter. Remember, they were mocking Jesus saying, oh, Jairus' daughter is dead. So Jesus put them out. He had Jairus, the wife, Peter, James, and John. And then what happened? The miracle birth. Sometimes you got to just be mindful who's in the room. Be mindful who's in your room when you're trying to pray some prayers and open up the heavens. Be mindful who you allow to get into the rooms that you're in. Who who you even allow in your mind? Who you even allow in your circles, right? Jesus, if he ran ministry like that, we have to be mindful. And then James, John, and Peter, they will also at the Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane right before the showdown, before Jesus was about to get uh, to the cross and be crucified. There are 
really being us being mindful in our circles, there are layers to it. Okay. There's the, the inner circle. Then you have the community, which is kind of like your church. And then you have the crowd. And y'all, when I talk about the church, it's not just the one church you're faithful to. The church is the gathering of the believers, the gathering of the saints. So whenever there's a gathering of believers, that is your community. And then the next layer is the crowd, those that might just be in the world. Know your circles, okay? Not everybody's gonna have access to you at the level of, you know, you could say, when I'm, when I'm thinking of like vulnerability, Jesus was only vulnerable to three. So you don't have to be telling everybody your problems. You don't have to be telling Twitter, Facebook, you know, right? You don't, you don't need to go to IG stories and start telling people your problems. Let the Lord know, inquire of the Lord. I remember every time Moses was getting threatened by even the, the own Israelites, his people, that he was leading out of Egypt. He just took them out of Egypt. They want to stone him many times, kill him, take him out. They were complaining, but Moses didn't fight back and complain back to them. What did he do? He went and he inquired of God and God gave him instruction. Same with David. I remember I remember when, and I believe it's 1 Samuel 30, when he was at Gilgal, right? When they, pretty much the enemy, they took out their whole, uh, their whole camp. They took the women, they took all the children, right? And the men came back and they were all gone. It was burnt down. And then everyone was weeping, was crying, and they wanted to take out David. They wanted to kill David. David, he took the ephod and he inquired of the Lord. And I believe we're in a strategic time where we have to inquire of God when the heat comes, when things are starting to not go the way that we want it to go. We need to be strategic like David, who really inquired of God and was able, and what did God say? He said, hey, are we gonna go after? Uh, David told uh, to, or asked God, he said, hey, should we go after the enemy? And will you deliver them in our hands? And God was like, yes, we'll doubtlessly deliver them into your hands, right? Go after them. So he inquired of God, even though the people he was leading was coming against them. Sometimes men and women of God may come against you and it's not them, it's what's going on. It might be a, a, a division, right? A spirit of division. It might be irritation or frustration. It, it's all in the spiritual realm. And we have to understand this, y'all. We have to understand this. So just know people may come against you. And just know that this is definitely an assignment from the enemy. This is not from the Lord. And when they do come against you, you have to inquire of God. And it's going to be those times where you will be tested. Our test of our true faith in God really comes in the midst of trials, adversity, in the midst of when we're getting attacked or when things aren't always going our way. And it's our job to say, you know what? I messed up. Or I, I, I know I'm dealing with this and I need strategy. I need wisdom on how to make this right God's way. It's either, it's not my way, right? It's either my way or Yahweh is what I like to say. John chapter one, verse 19. Let me just read this. Now, this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? Here it is. People are going to ask in your journey with Christ, who are you? Verse 20, he confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? He said, no. Then they said to him, who are you that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? Now, if you read a couple more verses, you're going to know who sent them. Who sent these people to question John? the Pharisees. <laughs> it was the Pharisees, y'all. Okay. In verse 23, John replied, 
And here's the revelation. Uh, my friend was sharing me this revelation. I was like, wow, because I taught on this the other night. And then they're like, I got a deeper revelation. Check this out. John said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As the prophet Isaiah said, now those who were sent were from the Pharisees. And they asked him saying, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? You're going to see a lot of these people nowadays. There's so many religious folks. There's so many Pharisees. And that's what the spirit of religion does. That's what the Pharisee-like heart does to the believer that's pure, that wants to serve the Lord, that knows the word. But the Pharisee will take scriptures and even twist it to try to come against you. They're like, if you're not Christ, if you're not Jesus, if you're not Elijah, why are you trying to do these miracles? What are you doing in this part? And John was firm. This is John the Baptist, y'all. He was firm on his stance. But here's the thing about knowing who you are in Christ. In order to truly know who you are, you need to know the word of God. You need to know the word of God. Verse 23, when they asked when they asked him, who, who are you? When they asked John the Baptist, he didn't come out and start telling him all these other things. He literally just said the word of God. He recited the prophecy from Isaiah in verse 23. So if you guys want to get any kingdom keys from this, knowing who you are, comes from knowing the word of God. Yes, it's important to know who you are in Christ, but how are you going to know who you are in Christ when you don't know his word? We're in the book of John, John chapter one to be exact. In the beginning was, was he was he was in the beginning, right? In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So when we know the word, we know God. And that's why I always like to say, God's will is found in God's word. So he, tell, he tells them what the prophet Isaiah said as they're questioning him. Y'all, people are going to question you, but if you can just come back and say, it is written. Just like when Jesus was tempted in Matthew 4 by the devil, he just said, it is written. It is written. You have to know the word of God. Knowing the word of God is uh, really knowing who you are in Christ. Amen. Let's keep going in verse 26. John answered them saying, I baptize with water, but there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he who is coming after me. It is, is preferred before me whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. These things were done in Bethabara beyond the Jordan where John was baptizing. I love this because when you know who you are in Christ, John, he knew his assignment. He knew, hey, I'm the one that's baptizing with water. This is what God has ordained me. This is what God has positioned me, has prepared me for. This is what God has for me right now in this moment. We might not always know what we got to do for ahead of time, right? The scenes ahead, but I know what the mantle I'm carrying right now. I know the assignment that is on hand and the mandate from heaven, right? We all have a specific mandate from heaven. The mandate from heaven is literally whatever that assignment from heaven is on your life. That is the mandates. They, they are put onto your table and said, this is the mandate that you have. This is the mandate that you're carrying. This is the mantle that you're carrying right now in this season. And I see this with John the Baptist as he's getting questioned. And the people that sent him was the enemy, were, were the enemies. The Pharisees that sent these people to question John the Baptist, they were the enemies. Y'all, you have to be mindful who you're connected to and who they're connected to. Because who they're connected to is what really allows them to be influenced to try to influence us. That's why I'm always mindful of what I watch, what I see, who influences me. That's why in Romans 12, it tells us not being conformed to the world. If you truly want to know who you are in Christ, 
You have to know the word of God. And also when you don't know, you go back to God's word because you might not always have the answer. Yes, Jesus is the answer. The Holy Spirit gives me revelation, impartation, right? This is what the, the Holy Spirit does when, when the, the power of God works, but I need to know his word. And in order for me to know who I am, the word of God is something that we got to rightly divide and we got to continuously go back to. I mean, I've read this so many times. I never got that revelation until now. It took time. And in order for me to know who I am, to fight against that Pharisee-like type of heart, right? Which is a hardened heart, right? It also it literally says, this is Jesus calling out the Pharisees in the New Testament. He says, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Be mindful of people that's, you know, try to praise God, God and give glory with their lips, but not with their heart. I don't want to just hear a yes and an amen with their lips. I want to hear a yes and an amen with the heart. It's a heart check, y'all. You could have the, the head knowledge, all the heart posture, but where's your heart? Where's the heart posture? Man looks at the outward. God looks at the heart. Hey, God bless you. If you guys have not got your Bibles personalized, this is my Bible. It's just very simple. RC, we personalize Bibles, gifts. If you guys want to be able to even send a Bible in, we have the ability to help you get your Bible personalized. This is my rainbow Bible, if you guys can see it. Simplyuncagedgifts.com, just go in. You can also email us if you have questions in regards to personalizing your Bible. So check us out. God bless you, and let's get back to the pod. I wanted to encourage you guys today on this because I think knowing who we are in Christ is so big and so key. We're getting people getting attacked of their calling from people that are just trying to suppress them and put them down. And again, like I was saying earlier, derail you, distract you, destroy you, discredit you. They will use all these tactics, deceive you to try to slow you down and stop what God has started. And the question is, are you going to believe the truth or the lie? Being renewed in the mind through God's word says that I'm not going to be attached to old thought processes, labels, patterns. I can't be attached to any of that anymore. Because that's not who I am. That's not what God has created me to be. I need to know who I am in Christ. I need to know what God's word says about me. And if you guys ever want to get just get started in knowing who you are in Christ, Ephesians chapter one. But not just Ephesians, the whole book of Ephesians actually tells you who you are in Christ. That's one of the books to kind of give you and equip you. I mean, the first few verses of Ephesians, Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God of our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Y'all, God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. It's up to us to receive it. Remember, whenever you get a gift, until you open it, it's really not yours. Like if you don't open that gift, there's times where I don't open gifts until summer of that Christmas. So it's Christmas and then six, seven months later during summer, I finally open some gifts because sometimes I just get a gift late or I get a gift and I put it in the corner and then I'm like cleaning during spring and summer and I don't see it. That gift, I cannot use it until I open it. And that's the gifts that God has given us. We just need our eyes of our understanding to be enlightened, right? This is Ephesians 1.18. So the more you read, the more God is giving us these kingdom keys and access to these codes and keys that we have access as kingdom kids, as citizens of the kingdom to be able to access the gifts of God. And I pray that you just really get to know who you are. So if you want to learn more, I think Ephesians is such a great book. And then towards the end of it, it starts talking a lot about spiritual warfare, which we'll be talking a lot about, right? Because I believe just what John the Baptist is going through right now, 
This is spiritual warfare. They are questioning him. And just like in Genesis 3, the serpent, the very first thing she, uh, he said to Eve, right? The serpent, he didn't, he didn't say, hey, what's going on? He didn't say hi. He didn't ask, how are you? He questioned her. Did God indeed say you cannot eat out of the fr fruit of the tree of the not, uh, the, the fruits from the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil? <laughs> it's so amazing just being able to discern a strategy, a tactic, a weapon that the enemy's trying to launch and the, the enemy can use it in question form. They can look all caked up with makeup, big back being boo, looking good on the outside, right? Having everything on the outside. They can have their hair did, nice glasses, clean face, but they come with an assignment and you might have a nice smile, but what is your spirit? I gotta be real here, y'all, because there's a battle at hand and I pray that you that might have felt discouraged or you're like, why is this church doing this? Or why did that pastor say this to me? Or why did this man or woman of God say it to this? And you have a heart to serve. You have a gift of teaching. You have a anointing that God wants to break out. And anointing does what? It, it destroys the yokes of bondages and God wants to use you as a vessel. But you got people that were sent from the enemy, from the Pharisees to question who you are. And what did John the Baptist do? It is written. I am the voice of the one that is crying in the wilderness. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, making straight the way of the Lord. I'm the one that's, hey, paving the pathway for God to come, for Jesus to come, for the Messiah to come. Messiah just means the anointed one. I'm here for that. And I love y'all. And I know this is more podcast form, but I really want to encourage someone that might have just fell down or somebody's just trying to destroy your calling or distract you, deceive you, lie to you. Know the truth, and it shall not just set you free, but it will make you free. People get into God's presence to get delivered, but do they stay long enough to stay delivered? Continue to rightly divide the word of truth, and I pray that the Lord of glory just have an encounter with you. Amen. I hope I encourage y'all. Know God's word. I, I pray that you just get a few verses every day, even if it's early morning, late night, all throughout the day. Get some scripture inside of your spirit, you know, get fed by the word of God that feeds your soul, that restores your soul. The Lord is our shepherd. And I pray that whenever you get questioned, you ask, whose voice is this? Whose voice is this? Is this a voice from the Holy Spirit that is conviction or is this straight from the enemy, from flesh, from man? That is condemnation. Romans 8 says, those that are Christ, those that walk in the spirit, there's no condemnation with those that are in Christ Jesus who walk in the flesh. And I pray that God continues to renew your, your mind every day. Thank you all for tapping into this podcast. God bless you. Uh, today, I felt like my words were just a little stumbling. And I, I don't know what it is, but I just plead the blood of Jesus over myself. And I, I'll tell you all, we're never going to be perfect. Like when I felt like the Lord told me to share this message, I, I just said, Lord, I might not be ready, but I'm ready. <laughs> Y'all get that? Being ready in season and out. My flesh might be weak, but the spirit of God is strong inside of me. We'll see y'all in the next uh, episode. Thank y'all so much for being part of this. God bless you. Tap in, subscribe, check out the description for some or show notes for anything that we just dropped down. Also, thanks so much for supporting. Just a like or just a share would always bless our ministry. And if you guys have been blessed, go ahead and check out any additional resources. I love y'all. Take care in Jesus' name. Bye-bye.